Good morning, brothers and sisters! Ayan, and welcome na rin sa December. Grabe talaga, no? Parang kailan lang. Ang bilis talaga ng panahon. Parang kailan lang nung sinimula natin ang Feast at Home dito sa Rizal District. And here we are. Magkakasama pa rin tayo. Walang iwanan. Kaya dapat lang siguro na unahin natin ang pagpapasalamat. Diba? Ang sabi nga, in all things, give thanks to the Lord. Kaya pagpapasalamat sa mga mahal natin sa buhay nakasama natin hanggang ngayon pagpapasalamat sa mga blessings na patuloy na natatanggap sa opportunities na patuloy na dumarating despite the challenges that we have today at higit sa lahat pagpapasalamat sa Diyos sa kanyang pagmamahal at sa buhay na ipinagkaloob niya sa atin Amen? Yes! Amen! At bagong lahat dahil uh, sinimulan na rin natin sa pagpapasalamat Muli, dito sa ating community, LOJ, Feast Rizal District, malaking pagpapasalamat din po sa ating mga servants. Hindi ko na po kayo papangalanan at iisa-isahin. Alam niyo na po kung sino kayo. Maraming maraming salamat po sa lahat ng ating mga servants for their continued service. At pagpapasalamat din, eto, importante din to sa ating mga uh, donors, sa ating mga gift givers, sa ating mga titers na kahit alam natin na may mga konting hirap financially sa panahon na ito no at uh, talagang patuloy ang kanilang pagbibigay ng kanilang financial support sa atin patuloy na talagang uh, sinisiguro na ang LOJ Feast Rizal Community ay talagang makakapagpatuloy sa pagbibigay ng serbisyo eto ha ma-share ko sa inyo brothers and sisters malayo talaga ang narating at mararating pa ng mga ibinibigay ninyong financial support lalo na sa ating mga members dito sa community alam nyo ba na itong nakaraang bagyo no? yung bagyong Ulysses nakapagbigay po tayo ng tulong sa ating mga members na naapektuhan itong bagyo na to at hindi lang yan nakapagbigay din tayo ng tulong sa relief operations na ginagawa ng mga kapatid natin sa Feast Marikina. Yes! At Feast San Mateo. Shout out po sa inyo dyan. Maraming salamat po. Ito naman ay pinangungunahan nila Brother Neo at Brother Monching, a.k.a. Rock and Roll. Yes! Yan si Brother Monching. Uh, napanood nyo ba yung bagong station ID ng isang sikat na TV station? Yan! Bida lang naman doon ang kapatid nating si Brother Monching Bueno. Siyempre, sa lahat ng ito, ang tunay na bida ay yung nasa taas. Yes, walang iba kung hindi ang Diyos na pinagmumula ng lahat ng ating lakas at kakayanan para tumulong sa iba. Isang malaking amen! Sulat nyo dyan sa baba, amen! And, eto, welcome din natin ang ating mga first-timers. Kaya if you are a first-timer, no, let us know by typing down in our comment section, I'm a first-timer. Yes, kapatid, hindi ka nagkamali sa pag-attend dito sa ating uh, session sa araw na ito. Why? Ask me why! Ayan, dahil sigurado you will be blessed by our talks. And most of all, you are in the place where you are loved. So, are you ready? Say, I'm ready. Sulat nyo dyan sa baba, I'm ready. Now, may I invite you to bring out your novena to God's love as we say our most favorite prayer here at the feast, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. 
Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I am God's beloved, I am God's servant, I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Brothers and sisters, the word of God come alive. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Yes, once again, brothers and sisters, my dear friends, welcome to Feast at Home, Rizal District. Today, we will continue with our talk series, Ascend. And today's talk is entitled or is called Rain and Rescue. Eh, nako, brother naman. Rain na naman pag-uusapan natin. No? Grabe, medyo may trauma na ako dyan, bro. Sasabihin niyo siguro, ayoko anong pag-usapan yung tungkol sa ulan. Katatapos lang ng bagyo, no? Talagang hindi ko pa kaya siguro. Huwag kang mag-alala, brother and sister. Huwag kang mag-alala kasi ang title, Rain and Rescue, importante yung nandun sa dulo, rescue. No? Kung ano man ang pinagdaanan natin, sigurado ako sa'yo na kahit papano, nailusot natin yan because someone, somewhere, somebody did rescue you from your predicament. Amen? And I believe, brothers and sisters, that this session will once again bless you this week. Balikan natin yung sinabi natin last week. In this entire series, we are talking about the role of mountaintops in the biblical story. Diba? Yung mga bundok. May mga sinabi tayo yung last time, uh, Eden, Mount Eden, you know? And you know, powerful God encounters happened on mountaintops. Yun yung paniniwala natin, no? mga panahon na yun. And today, I'm praying that God will encounter you at the feast. Kaya kung may kasama ka dyan, sa bahay nyo, may katabi ka dyan, sabihin mo sa kanya, God will encounter you today. O kung wala ka mang kasama dyan, sabihin mo lang sa sarili mo, tapikin mo yung sarili mo, God will encounter me today. Yes! Sulat nyo dyan sa comment section, God will encounter me today. Yes, brothers and sisters, pakakasama ninyo, you will have that powerful experience, that powerful encounter with God today. The mountain was the divine dream. Diba? Dahil doon, magkakasama tayo with nature, with God, bilang isang pamilya. It was the ideal place where God and man and all of creation live together in beautiful harmony. Napaka-perpeto, napakaganda. Imagine Adam and Eve walking with a living God on this cosmic mountain doing an HHSSB. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Nung iba, alam na alam yun, ano? Holding hands. Pasway-sway pa. No? Sana natawa kayo doon. But, but sadly, brothers and sisters, the perfection didn't last. A few verses later, ano yung nakikita natin doon? They fail to trust God. They do something behind His back. They take matters into their own hands. So, they are sent out of the garden mountain and things go downhill from there. Kung babasahin natin doon sa Genesis 4, anong nangyari? We meet 
two of their sons, si Cain and Abel. At alam na alam natin yung kwento na to, no? Cain murdered his brother Abel. And this story is telling us, every time you hurt someone, you're hurting a brother. Or maybe you're hurting a sister. Pagkatapos ng mga pangyayaring yon, nasa labas sa sila, anong nangyari? Cain started to build the first human city. And his children and grandchildren developed musical instruments. On dami lang ginawa, mga bagong mga invention. Livestock racing, metal tools. So, parang alam natin, ano? Every time, they, they really progress in their lives, the way they live. But of course, and alas, they also developed more violence, more oppression, especially violence against women, the powerful abusing the powerless. Medyo familiar ba? Sounds family? <laughs> you see, Genesis was written 3,000 years ago, but I still see the stories of Genesis. Whenever you watch the TV, whenever you watch CNN, whenever you read the news, you will see man has achieved so much. Andiyan ang technology, andiyan ang internet, lahat ang dali nang magawa. Yung mga dating napapanood lang sa TV, nangyayari na ngayon. We see progress, but we also see violence all around us, greed, oppression. It's progress without God. And one day, all of this progress will come crashing down. If you remove God, brothers and sisters, gardens become graveyards. The mountain of beauty will become a valley of bloodshed. Hindi ba ganun din minsan yung ating personal experience? If we act in pride, if we act in greed or lust or selfishness and make excuses twisting what God declared bad as good dahil sa gusto natin ganun ang mangyari, you will see that sooner or later we destroy our life and the life of the people we love. Marami siguro sa atin nakaka-relate nakaka doon sa sinabi kong yan. Ano? Balikan natin nandun sa Bible, six chapters later, Evil has taken over the world. Ano yung nasusulat sa Bible? Ito, The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and He saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. Underline natin doon sa word na consistently and totally. Pag narinig mo yun, ibig sabihin, superlative, talagang to the max, grabe, no? sobra, and that's really bad. The author repeats how depraved the world has become. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all this corruption in the world, for everyone on earth was corrupt. So God said to Noah, ayan, kilala natin si Noah, ang sinabi niya, I have decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes. I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Uubusin ko kayo. No? Parang ang tindi nun. Alam, alam natin yan. At pag narinig mo yung mga ganitong salita, lalo na pag ito sinabi sa'yo, anong mararamdaman mo? Di ba? Takot. The passage is very disturbing. It appears that the God of the flood is a punitive, angry God. Especially for us, tayo mga Pinoy, you know? for have we not just experienced three Three, no super typhoons, one of them the strongest in recorded history, with the barrios and some places. 
Alam natin sa Cagayan, sa Marikina at sa marami pang lugar, still submerged in water to this day. Kaya nga hanggang ngayon patuloy ang pagbibigay ng relief operations. Etong isang malaking tanong, no? question, did these storms happen because of our sins? Were the victims being cursed by God? And the answer is a big, big no, 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 no. And I cannot be more emphatic with this answer. It's a big no because the Bible describes God's anger in a more nuanced way than you think. Friend, kapatid, no? this talk will really blow your mind kung iba ang conception mo, iba ang pagkakakilala mo sa Diyos, babasagin niya ng ating talk ngayong araw na ito. Your false assumptions about God's character. Balikan natin yung flood story. In that story, not once did the, re- the writer mention that, God's, that, that God was angry. No? Wala kang mababasa doon na galit ang Diyos. Not once did the word wrath or anger appear from Genesis 6 to 9. Wala. The great flood was not a result of God's wrath. Instead, this is what the text says. Basahin natin. So the Lord was sorry He had ever made them and put them on earth. It broke His heart. That's from uh, chapter 6, verse 6. Ano? Yung mga sinulat na word on operative words, sorry. And it meant God was full of sorrow. And then it says that God was heartbroken. Etong isang malaking tanong, friend. Kailan mo ba naramdaman ang pagiging heartbroken? Tanong mo ako kung kailan. Eto, kung ang mahal mo ay hindi ka mahal. Aray, masakit yon. Hindi kayang sukrian ang iyong pagmahal, lalo na doon sa mga nagliligawan. Ano? Ang tawag dyan, busted. Yung pagmamahal mo, pinakita mo, pero hindi ka sinagot. Kaya nga ang sabi ni Ramon Bautista dyan, bakit ka hindi crush ng crush mo? Friend, God is in love with us. Sobra-sobra, no? Head over heels pa nga. Kaya nga binigay niya ang lahat para sa atin. And today, I invite you to see His broken heart. May I invite you to prayer. Father God, Panginoon, salamat sa iyong walang hanggang pagmamahal. Napakaraming pagkakataon na pinakita mo sa amin Sa akin ang iyong pagmamahal pero hindi ako tumugon. Hinayaan ko na pangunahan ako ng mundo. Hinayaan ko na pangunahan ako ng aking sariling mga desisyon. Panginoon, sa araw na ito, muli akong bumabalik sa iyo. Muli mong pangunahan ang aking buhay. Because Lord, I will be nothing without you. And I declare my love for you. I am saying yes to you, my Lord Jesus. Amen and Amen. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thank you, Brother Alex. Today, I'd like to preach on the message Restart your life. No? Paki-type sa comment section. Restart your life. Have you ever been in a situation where you and your spouse argue about directions? 
kami po lagi nangyayari yan sa aming mag-asawa no when we go to a place and we are looking for say a store and we argue about pa- paano papunta doon no she sasabihin ng aking asawa dito yan eh diretso lang yan kakanan kakaliwa at andun na yan but i will tell her no no it's 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 just we just have to go straight ahead but if she insists that she is right then i give in and just follow her no pero nangyayari more often than not tama yung direction ko no so kaya pagdating namin doon sabi niya mukhang mali itong napuntahan natin eh so what do we do we turn back and go back at pupuntahan namin yung direction na sinabi ko sa kanya bakit ko kinikwento ito mga kapatid because i believe many times we too insist on our own way and tell god that we know better we make excuses, we disobey, we get stubborn. And do you know what God does? He just says, if you want to go there, then go ahead. Go there. Why is he saying this? Because God lets us taste the consequences of our wrong decisions. We are very stubborn. As, as humans, we are stubborn and gusto natin gawin yung gusto natin no so kahit mali and god wants us to experience the consequences of what we do but what is good here brothers and sisters is god doesn't leave us even when we rock we walk in the wrong direction he tells us nakabuntot lang sa atin he sticks around he does not abandon us even when we go in the opposite directions after all, like the, in the story of the Good Shepherd, he leaves the 99 to look for the one lost sheep. So that when we finally realize that we are lost, we can just turn around and see that God is there waiting for us to guide us back. Kumbaga, to restart. Babalik tayo doon. No? You know, when I first read the Noah's Ark, and the Great Flood story, my impression was that yung mga tao noon, grabe siguro yung sama nila. No? They were so bad that God became angry, no? napikon na siya sa kanila, that He had to punish them with something big, the cataclysmic flood. So out of anger, ang sinasabi nga eh. But Bible scholars say that if you analyze Genesis as a whole and the entire Bible story, our key passage provides a different meaning. It's not about anger. You know, when God created the world, He separated the chaotic waters from the dry land. No? Yung, yung sa, sa talk one natin, sinabi natin, when He created the, the world, na divided into three levels. No? The water underground, the water above ground, and the dry land in the middle. So, base po sa mga pananaw ng mga, mga scholars noon, the universe existed because God was holding back the chaotic waters. So, it will not submerge the dry land. But the problem is, man kept choosing chaos over creation again and again, such that the author of this Bible verse says, all the underground waters erupted from the earth and the rain fell in mighty torrents 
from the sky. That means that the chaotic waters from above and below merge with the dry land. No? So, nasubmerge yung dry land. So, what does that mean? The flood was a deck creation. Deck creation means the undoing of an act of creation. So, nangyari yung flood na yon, parang bumalik tayo dun sa sitwasyon bago nagkaroon ng creation. No? So, we were back into those dark, raging waters. Now, look at your personal life, brothers and sisters. Do you also see the same decoration in your life? When you lie, when you cheat, when you hurt yourself, or when you hurt others? Because through sin, you welcome chaos back in your life. Therefore, when you commit sin, you are decorating things. Bumabalik ka no? doon sa masamang sitwasyon. And this fills my heart with, with terror. No? Dahil when we make those mistakes, when we go to the wrong direction, God lets us have what we want. Pababayaan tayo. Even during the situations when we say na, Sana Lord, pinigilan mo kami. But He won't. And that scares me, brothers and sisters. That scares me. You know, when man was destroying the earth no, during Noah's time, they were slowly destroying everything. So through the flood, it was like God accelerated its destruction. Parang naisip ng ating Panginoon, eh, sisirain lang rin naman nyo. So, pabilisin ko na. No? Para maaga rin yung pag-ayos ko ng mundong ito. So at the end of the day, brothers and sisters, sin is its own worst punishment. If we choose evil by its nature, evil will consume us. Evil will make us less human. Evil makes us like animals. And this reminds me of the story of my priest friend. Sabi nga niya, you know, as priests, we have benefits. When we go to a party, we get to eat first. We get the choices cuts. And if there's a special pancit, ang rule nila, re-remind sa, sa pare yung atay. No? Kasi siyempre, yung, yung, pag may atay ang pancit, special yan. So, we as priests, we get the best seat, we get the, be, the best table, and unfortunately, we also get the best drinks. So, sabi nga niya, ako, natikman ko na lahat yan. No? Yung mga whiskey, kung ano-ano pang mga brand na masabi mo, blue label man yan, double black, no? Ang nangyari, dahil sa kakainom ko, naging alcoholic. And he was out of control. And because of alcohol, he said that he no longer acted like human, but an animal. So sabi niya, you know, when, when I get drunk, pag nalasing ako, I act like a monkey, laughing and prancing around. Pagkatapos niya, nagiging aso ako. Bakit naman? Dahil kung saan-saan ako umiihi. <laughs> Tapos, pag nakauwi na ako at matutulog, nagiging baboy ako. Bakit? Because I sleep on my own vomit. No? So, sabi niya, I hit, I hit rock bottom. And that was when he was ready to change. So, one day he joined a prayer meeting. And through the prayers of, his, of the lay people in that meeting, God transformed his life. So, except for the wine at Mass, he never touched alcohol again. 
You know, the Noah Noah's Ark story is not about a trigger-happy, emotionally unstable God who is, in a, who is in his raging feet, wanted to annihilate mankind. Kumbaga, galit ang, ang, uh, ang galit niya, ang uh, naging reason kung bakit niya sinira yung bundong ito. But it is a theological story of a faithful God who would respond to our stubbornness with this statement. You want to go there? Then go ahead. So out of compassion, God will allow us to hit rock bottom so that we could bounce back and restart. The Noah's Ark story is not a story of destruction, rather it's a story of salvation. God's goal is not to destroy us, but rather He wants us he wants to rescue us. And He wants us to restart our life. When we hit rock bottom, He calls us to restart our life. I'd like to close with three messages about the ark, <coughs> the mountain, and the bow. The message of the ark. Instead of wiping all of mankind, Jesus saved one guy, Noah and his family. And Noah represents the good that is still in us. Despite of the enormity, enormity of, uh, of evil in us, there is still a tinge of goodness in every one of us that God believes that we are still worth saving. Remember how God created the dry land as a divinely protected space for men safe from the chaotic waters around it? Ganon din po yung naging function ng ark. Para siyang dry land that it allows life to survive above the chaotic waters that which we call at the time the Great Flood. So yung arko na yun po, para rin yun yung masabi natin, Eden 2.0. But why does God do that? Listen to your heart, brothers and sisters. Because today, God is telling you, Sure, you have failed me. Yes, you have hurt me. Yes, you have disappointed me. But, I will never give up on you. I will never give up on you. So say that aloud, brothers and sisters, and type it in our comment section. God will never give up on me. The second message is about the mountain. You know, when the flood water subsided, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. So we're in a mountain again. No? When Adam sinned in the Garden of Eden, the mountain of Eden, the ground was cursed. No? Pinalaya sila, everything was damaged. But Ararat, in Hebrew, literally means reversed curse. Reversed curse. And again, God is telling us, restart your life. 
And he, he even repeats the same words I told to Adam and Eve, to Noah, that be fruitful and multiply. God has not given up on His call for us. He is still calling us to be His representative, to be His partner, to be His co-creator. The third message is about the bow. So God does one more thing for us. Even if we mess up again, God promises to find another way to undo our mess. And He says, I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. Never again will flood waters destroy all life. But in Hebrew, there is no word for rainbow. The original word used was bow, B-O-W. So the first thing that the ancient writers or readers thought about was a warrior's bow, no? yung bow and arrow. So the message here is that God is a warrior who lays down his bow. But here's the big question. Where is the bow facing? Saan nakaharap yung bow na yon? And this is where you think of the rainbow. Because the rainbow moves from the ground upwards. No? So ang representation nito, if things get bad, the bow will not be pointed at us. Rather, it will be pointed at God. Because God's solution to humanity's evil is to suffer for us. And how did he do it? Through Jesus. Jesus on the cross is God submersing in the dark waters of sin, where he allowed the consequences of human evil, of human greed, of, of human selfishness to overwhelm him. But on the third day, Jesus makes it through the waters of chaos to reach the other side. Jesus reverses the curse. And Jesus is the new ark. And today, we are being invited to get on board Jesus, the ark. So we can restart our life for the better today. Join me in this short prayer, brothers and sisters. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you for loving me. Help me to love you back. I want to restart my life. On my own, I cannot do it. But with your rescue, I can restart. Lord, during these trying times, during this pandemic, we make mistakes, O Lord, because of our fear, because of our apprehensions. We make wrong decisions, O Lord. But we pray here today, Lord, that even if we go to the wrong directions, that you will always be with us, just trailing us, that when we find out that we are wrong, we can turn around and find you there and you guide us back to the right path, O Lord. 
Today, Lord, we also pray for your protection, for your provision, and for your guidance as we go through this pandemic, O Lord. Lord, we know that as long as you are with us, you are in control of everything. And we look forward to the day, O Lord, that we are able to overcome this pandemic, O Lord. And life will go back to normal according to your words, O Lord. Lord, we will continue to praise you. We will continue to honor you. And we will continue to have faith and trust in you, O Lord. All of this, Lord, we ask and pray in God's mighty name. Amen and amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Before we close, brothers and sisters, I'd like to invite you to our Advent Recollection happening on December 12, Saturday, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And the title of our recollection, Hope is Here. I know we are experiencing a lot of fear, a lot of doubts, worries, that sometimes we feel hopeless. But through this recollection, let us boost that hopeless, uh, go away from that hopelessness, that we be inspired by God's word and look forward to a greater day ahead of us. So join us this Saturday uh, on, on December 12th. And we have great speakers po dito, no? Well, si ano lang naman yan eh, no? Si, si Brother Alvin Barcelona lang yan, kaya si Father Jeffrey Santos. So, I know we will be nourished and we will be blessed. So again, my invitation, join us in this recollection. And also, I'd like to thank you for uh, sharing this time with us here at Feast at Home. I hope that you will you were you were uh, blessed you were nourished by our talk and we look forward to seeing you again next week as we continue with our exciting series Ascend. Again thank you and God bless.